0: Welcome to another GNA Podcast. I uh, hope everybody's feeling great out there tonight. We had a great cast tonight. We are back to dual hosting, um, depending on what episode you just listened to. We uh, we split it up a little bit, but Matman is back.
1: oh yeah, that vacation was nice, but I'm glad to be back playing video games and uh,
0: shooting the shit with you boys. <laughs> glad to have you back, man. And we've got Zyberblood here. Hello. How's it going, everybody? And he's returning uh, back for some more more torture here with us. And we've got a Blue Shark 45.
2: What's up? They can't get rid of me.
0: Not even if we wanted to.
1: We kind of so like we... you, even though you're not 45. I was just about to say you that. Fucking Christ. <laughs> 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 Gotta I
0: squeeze it in, man. You, you were going to go down in infamy for that one of not being 45. Until
2: I actually am. ah
1: uh. It's gonna be like a big deal when when his forty fifth birthday comes <laughs> up. He's gonna send me a, like a direct message, like "Here you go, you son of a bitch." Yep.
0: I think we're gonna to have to have a special show just for that. Oh, so we've got uh, we've got a few topics tonight. Um, one of them is actually I'm super interested in is Matt Man's Gadget List One Hundred Gadgets of Twenty Seventeen yeah buddy what what do you got for us tonight man what what are you what are you looking at what are we seeing
1: so i just kind of wanted to run by like uh everybody on the cast or um give kind of an idea maybe somebody can email in some some of their ideas or stuff that that they've ran across that i'm not aware of that i mean geeks like us or nerds like us might get a kick out of um one of the most common things that's kind of everybody's buying, everybody's getting a hold of is drones. Anybody, anybody into that whole thing? I uh, like drones. Oh yeah.
3: They're just uh, not in my uh, price range at the moment. If I got one, I'd want to get one where you build it yourself so you know what's going into it.
0: I've now, actually seen this drone that is a drone that not only flies but it turns into a submarine and since I scuba dive... That is so friggin awesome because you could use a drone to scope out where you're gonna dive. That would be so friggin cool.
2: There was a that'd a be guy pretty neat. Who was uh, he was selling the, my car to me, and uh, apparently he's seen someone who uses a drone when they go fishing, and they take yep. it and they're like, "All right, I I'm going to see what the island over there is, you know, what it's like," and he'll fly it over there and he'll kind of look around in the water. And apparently, there's an idea of using it actual fishing line, so you could actually fish with the drone
1: yeah i've seen that in the ocean that's a <clears throat> that's a uh, pretty common thing now is uh, drone fishing
4: it's kind of really? crazy i've never yeah. even yeah. So heard of that our buddy reason uh, why
1: i bring up the drones is it seems like now they're becoming so versatile and um just kind of like the technology of tvs where you know when they first come out they're like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars well now like good brands are starting to drop in price pretty pretty heavily strictly because everybody's buying them so supply and demand goes down or goes up i don't know yeah. i may be wrong but anyway so the the product gets cheaper because they, they're they selling more of them so um yeah
2: i see um, one right stuff. now that's like 100 bucks for it's a it's a quad chopter with a 720p hd camera four channels six axes.
1: Now, see, with those, because it, it all, the drones really interested me is because uh, just around the time, just before Amazon um, started doing the drone drone packaging, the drone dropping, um, I had a buddy that he was um, like, I don't remember really his title at GoDaddy, but he basically left GoDaddy to follow his dream of, of developing a drone. And his idea behind what he wanted this drone to do is, he wanted to be able to insert coordinates to this drone, have it go to those said coordinates, do whatever it needed to do, and then fly back. All on, all on code. You know, set it up, fly it off. It touched down. It know that okay, this mo- this this happened. Now I'm good to go. Fly back to location. So, and he ended up selling that product to Amazon. So he actually developed the the system and the operating and the drones capable of carrying up to like, I don't know, like 35 (laughs) pounds. So, um, that, that was pretty cool. And it, it kind of got me, uh, interested in the drones myself, but I'm kind of at the same place as Zyberblood That's a little bit not in my price range. There's other (laughs) stuff that I'd rather buy.
0: So.
3: Absolutely. um, Well,
0: let's, Let's do this quick, since uh, I almost forgot, and I just got pleasantly reminded. Let's go around the room and hear what everybody is drinking tonight. Since this is the uh, geeks or our games nerds and <laughs> alcohol, we are geeks, though. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even I'm not even fucking lying on that. We are geeks. Yes. Well, so, uh, Matt, man, welcome back to the show. What the hell are you drinking with us?
1: Well, Sorry. so when I was on vacation, thinking that I was going to have time to myself to drink. I bought a six pack of Lagunitas IPA, so I uh, brought that home with me. So I'm just kind of trying to kill that, the the last three of that. So just hanging out, enjoying some IPA. Very nice,
0: Cyberblood. Well, what are you chowing down?
1: I have uh, one of our favorites, Cecil,
3: and that's a Dogfish Head 90 Minute IPA.
4: Oh, Oh, such
0: a such a beautiful beer. You, man so good
1: what do you prefer do you prefer the 60 90 or 120
3: um i like the 90 um,
1: i haven't had the 120 yet so the 120 is a uh, double ipa and it's uh it's not for everybody the 90 the 90 is usually a um uh, nice in between 60 is usually a little bit easier it's not it's for like a You know, maybe somebody that's just getting into IPAs that doesn't like necessarily the insane hop. But, um, yeah, the 90 is definitely that average, average likable dogfish head IPA. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the 60 is like that entry-level IPA for somebody who wants to try an IPA, but they don't really want to be knocked on their ass. (laughs) That 90, though, man, you chow down on two of those 90s, and you are feeling good and warm. Yeah. The 120. I remember. uh, I got a quick story about this. Um, the 120. We were at a story place time in with Savior. Yeah, that's how it rolls. <laughs> Can't get away from those. So we're at a place with uh, Remy. Actually, everybody here knows Remy. Um, we were working at a Brattleboro installing a restaurant. I think it was the Vermont Country Deli at the time, and we were staying at this this hotel, which neither one of us fit on the bed, like literally, our like from our calves, mid calves down. ...hung off the beds. That's how like old and rustic this place was. And they were like singles. It was crazy. So we walked out and we're like... ...hey, well, let's go find some place to grab a bite. So we go out, we walk around... ...and we completely don't find anything. And then we show up back at the hotel... ...and we realized that in the bar, in the hotel... ...Dogfish was doing a tasting. And at the time, they had every one of their beers there... ...including the 120. We tried every single beer... And that 120 came out and when they brought out that 120 because I we started trying all these other ones. They said, "Hey, let's try uh let's try the 120." And they brought it out in a brandy snifter's glass. <laughs> so they brought them out, and they're like, "Yeah, so you know, let this breathe. Don't just don't just chow down on it and uh, and just just take it easy." Well, by this time, I had already had probably ten beers worth of beer. So I'm like, "All right, let's let's do this." So. <laughs> We try it, and it was really good. I was surprised on how much I liked. Now, granted, I probably was just so shit faced drunk at the time that I didn't care, but it was really freaking good.
1: Yeah, the one twenty. Um, if I'm sitting down and <clears throat> like, so so, the way I typically use IPAs is not to get shit faced off of. I usually drink, sit down, drink an IPA to just relax, drink a couple, and just you know get that little bit of buzz and just just chill. Um, so the one twenties I I thoroughly enjoy. Similar like to like a oh, Guinness, yeah. you know, you drink a couple, you feel nice and good, and then you're you're good to go.
0: So Yeah, the the one twenty is not one that you chow you chug down to just get drunk. The one twenty is something that you sit down and you enjoy every aromatic piece. Yeah, buddy. So Blue Shark, what are you drinking with us tonight?
2: Well I actually pre grained this time and I'm about to finish my uh my beer, and then I'm moving on to the homemade wine. I
1: I Ooh. love how pre-graining has become a word used on this podcast. <laughs> it's not pre-pre <laughs> gaming; it's definitely pre-graining.
0: Thank you, Garbabe.
1: Pre-graining. Yep. <laughs> I also uh, uh, I know it doesn't do it any justice as an audio, but I see Blue Shark there have a Yeti coaster or uh, Yeti koo- koozie, man. I'm all about that Yeti Koozie life.
2: (laughs) Very nice. It's awesome because like, I'll enjoy a porter, but I won't like what you guys are talking about, the IPAs, and you don't just down it. So the problem I have with porters and darker beers is that I'll enjoy them over a long period of time, and I hate when they get warmer. Now, you may have heard that you're supposed to drink those at a warm temperature. Warm temperature. I don't care for that. I like them cold. So this is great because I stick it in there and pretty much all day I don't have to worry about.
0: I love sticking it in there all day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess now it's my turn. I am drinking a Brothers Craft Brewing, and this is called a Optimization, our Virginia IPA. Um, it's a nice 7.1 by volume, and I gotta say, I have actually been nursing this one. I, I pre-grained a little, um,
2: not too much. I just had a, I had
0: a little Kraken rum. That's been my pre-grain for uh, for the past. I've never of had weeks. the Kraken, but uh, <clears throat> Kraken's good. I like Kraken. Uh, but this, I have to say, it's um, it's it's not super hoppy. But it definitely has that initial blast of wow, this is good. Um, I dig it. I dig it a lot.
1: Kraken. <laughs> uh, I I. As much as that's come on this podcast, I really, really, really need to check it out because I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of rum. Is it a white rum or is it a spice rum?
0: No, it's a dark rum. Okay. It is a dark rum. And I don't recommend it trying to drink it straight. It's a bit of a It tastes very unfiltered to me. So it's uh it's a bit rough of a rum to drink. It mixes well, but it's uh it's got a very um it's got a very strong taste after. So it's it's one of those where it, it tickles your nose hairs as you drink
3: it. Nice, I love it when a beer tickles the nose hairs.
0: Yeah, it's not like Stalingrad vodka that tickles your ball hairs while you drink it. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's just the nose hairs. It doesn't it doesn't move much farther south than that.
2: If um, going back to rum, if you all ever get the chance to have actual Cuban rum, and um... The only way to get to Cuba is if you go on a mission or you're there for a sporting event or, like, Doctors Without Borders. Um, So one of my cousin's friends did a race, and uh, they came back, and they brought back uh, Cuban rum. And, my God, you had to remind yourself that you're drinking alcohol because this stuff was so damn smooth. And I went out and I bought— So uh, pure cane rum. Yeah, pretty much. So I bought uh, a bottle of Bacardi <laughs> It was aged. Uh, is, is that is that uh, Cuban rum there, my friend? Yes, it is. it's yeah, it,
1: still, it's still sealed. I'm I'm like super afraid to open it. This was actually a gift from my brother in law. That uh, he said, like the uh, he's he's in the armed forces. So nice. <clears throat> he says they pay upwards of like five hundred to seven hundred dollars wow. for these bottles, and he's. He said it's like an average, like rum. It's not even, um, it's not even like really good. He said, but to get them here, it's a pain in the ass. So they pay crazy amount for like cases of them, and then get here and sell them for a lot.
2: Hmm. But yeah, this stuff is so smooth that you can taste the aroma of the rum, but you don't get any of that alcohol bite. So it's like you're you have to sit there and remind yourself, I'm drinking alcohol. You'll get mm. you'll get fucked up on that shit.
0: Dude, that you just described, Nutty oh Irish. Oh my god! Ones. Anybody here had a Nutty Irish before?
2: Mm-mm. That one oh. New Year's where he made answer. those for us.
4: Oh,
0: oh, dude! I went through like three hundred dollars mm. worth of booze that night. Yeah. Too. So a Nutty Irishman is Bailey's, two parts Bailey's, one part Frangelico. You know what Frangelico is? Nope. Okay, Frangelico is a hazelnut liqueur.
4: Ooh. All right.
0: So you're ba- you're, you are drinking straight alcohol. That's what you're going into. Um, and they are so good. You drink them. They are so smooth, so yummy. And by the time you've had your fourth one, you're thinking, geez, that's fine. These things were great. They're yummy. You stand and you realize the error of your ways like Long Island iced teas. You chow down on those and you're like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. And you get up and you're like, where's the floor?
2: Oh. So, I uh, went to the store once and I bought green alcohol. Um, Ooh, Everclear? No, no. It was uh, It's supposed to be like moonshine, but it was only, um, it's only 100 proof. So, I bought that and then I made my own apple pie seasoning. So I mixed the two together, don't try it on day one, it sucks ass. Wait a month, month and a half, shit tastes like apple juice. So I got experimental one night, we had stuff left over from a girl's birthday, and I made chocolate cake shots for our roommates. So we tried those and they were great. Then I got the idea, since I didn't have enough to pour out three separate shots, but three half shots poured out three half shots of chocolate cake. Then I took the apple pie moonshine that's been aging, and I topped off the shot glasses. And my god, it tastes delicious. But, you will get up in five minutes and you will feel fucked up. So we nicknamed it Death.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. Sounds like most Everclear experiences in the world. You yes. just sit there and drink it because it just tastes like fruit juice. And then the next thing you know, you're passing out at 3 p.m. in the afternoon and everybody's drawing permanent marker dicks and swastikas <laughs> on your forehead. And then you wake yeah. up and you try to spit game to women with this dicks and swastikas and all kinds of
0: ridiculous shit okay. drawn all and over that your face. man, you sound like you're talking about this from experience. <laughs> yes, probably like is. You're, you're giving a detailed... Wow. Recount of what happened to you, aren't you? That sounds
3: yeah, like a so, game of first to pass
1: out. That's, I mean, I, I, I guess yeah. it was that. I don't know. I went to, a, I went to a buddy's house directly after work, so we got back to his house um, about one p.m. and by three p.m. I had passed out. So this we, isn't
0: turning out to another dicks down <laughs> ass up story. <laughs> no, it? no,
1: no, 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 no. It was, it was more of a, uh, it was like a, I wanted to fight somebody because they let me sit there and like talk to chicks and try to pick up chicks while I got all this shit all over my face you know because when you pass out in three at three o'clock in the afternoon you wake up at about six trying to drink and and act all cool like nothing ever happened you, you never remember or you never think to go to the mirror and see if you look like a fucking complete asshat oh, so God. um yeah and then I yeah got really drunk again and passed out again about nine o'clock it was a, uh, so twice in one night passed out. It was amazing. Second time I didn't have dicks and shit all over my face, but the first time definitely.
3: Speaking of Everclear, that reminds me of a drink that Cecil makes called Purple Peach.
4: Ooh,
0: God, I haven't heard of a Purple Peach. Wow, in yeah. a
3: decade. That was one hell of a Purple Peach that he made me.
0: <laughs> so a, pur- a purple peach is a whew, it's it's vodka it's peach schnapps and grape soda
1: sounds pretty and
0: delicious it, you know what at, at, at first glance you're thinking to yourself why the hell would you mix grape soda in with all that but it comes out and it tastes like purple and the aftertaste is peach yep but uh it it literally like
3: this one new year's we ran out of vodka so uh cecil made it with
0: everclear ironically i had half a liter of everclear and i was uh i was i don't know why i was saving it but i was saving it and we did we ran out of vodka and uh and i i don't remember whose idea it was i'm I'm hoping it wasn't mine, but it I probably was. I think it was, was. Gurr because uh, he had one with me. You're right. Let's let's blame Gurr. I like that idea. Let's blame Gurr. <laughs> so Gur came up with the idea of using the Everclear, and I mixed in Everclear like I mixed in vodka. So I did about two shots of Everclear, <laughs> one one and a half shots of, of peach schnapps, and then you know roughly four or five shots of, of grape soda. Well. We were all, we'd all been drinking yeah. already, so it didn't seem like it was that. I bad mean, several idea. trays of so the, uh,
3: Jello shots later. Oh, there's always room for Jello. <laughs>
1: so, uh, fun so, fact: I just dis- I oh like, God. can't stand Jello. That's a
0: show right there. So, it's like the worst uh, thing yeah, ever, the Jello shot stories. So, uh, so we started drinking these, and I should have known when I took the first sip when my <laughs> eyelashes curled <laughs> and my touch hole puckered. I, sh- I should have realized right then and there that I was already drunk and this drink was making the pucker. So I, s- I should have realized right then that it was a bad idea to continue drinking. <clears throat> However, half a liter of Everclear clear later, I think I woke up in the bathtub and I really don't remember where anybody else was. <laughs>
1: success. That's
0: success yeah.
3: in my book. That drink led up to the scorpion uh, debacle right there, too.
0: Oh, the yeah. mescaline tequila. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was when my, bro- when my brother brought home mescaline tequila from his his uh, Cancun trip, I think. And when uh, when he came back, he brought back this little itty-bitty bottle of mescaline tequila. And I never touched it because it had a scorpion <laughs> on the bottom. So we finally decided, while we're doing this all, let's drink this. So we get down to the last shot. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it going, there's no way I'm touching <laughs> that damn thing. So I said, hey, does anybody want to shoot this scorpion without missing a beat? Zyber Blood's like, I got this. <laughs> I totally got this. So we pour that shot out. And he... He uh, he, chews it. He chews it back. Um, and when he does, you can see the look on his face of the instant regret. Yeah. It was what he just did. It
3: was um, it was kind of like when you get a piece of uh, exoskeleton when eating crab, but a lot crunchier because there's more of it. It's not just like a little piece. <laughs>
0: Mm. Well, you got her, You got to tell her to shave or light her pubes on fire, so you're not eating exactly.
4: <laughs> ah
0: ha, ha, Got oh. him.
4: That's, That's where
1: comes in handy it's too. It's just
0: extra protein, man. It's just extra protein. That actually Don't made my
1: erection go away. <laughs> yeah, just right? it out.
0: We'll get it back.
3: Jeez. Just think of them as little helpers.
0: Uh. <laughs> That's not right.
1: So little helpers,
4: from-
0: you know, massaging the area, just yeah. massaging. <laughs> <I'm wrong. laughs> so so now, now let's go on to a, a completely safer topic. <laughs> Madman's <Matt> gadgets. <laughs> uh, Madman, Madman, tell me you got more gadgets, please. For the love of God, tell me you got more gadgets. I got a few of them,
1: and none of them, uh, none of them consist of crabs. Do ironically. any of them take
0: care of crabs?
1: I don't know this little. Anki Cosmo might take care of crabs. Have you guys seen that little thing? Anki Cosmo. I have not. So it's basically so you guys you guys have seen Wally, right? Yes. So you like he moves boxes or whatever, you know, it compacts the trash. So this little Cosmo thing is like a um, self stacking basically it it's automatic. So all you have to do is turn the thing on and it knows to sort these boxes.
0: Wait so, a minute! You said it was automatic. Yeah. Is it hydromatic? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Is it grease lightning? Oh my god!
1: Showing your age there, buddy. <laughs> Showing your age. You
0: Don't judge me. I love grease.
1: Oh. But a little things pretty cool. I've looked at it a few times at like Toys R Us and uh, thought about like getting it. You guys know the like the little BB-8, right? That you can control with yes. your phone.
0: Oh yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it's oh. just like one of those little. Tiny, tiny little tech things. I don't know. It looks pretty cool. It's not cheap, but interesting. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a little cool thing. Um, another thing is, um, does anybody three D print? I wish I could.
0: Uh, I no. I have been looking into three D printers because it is my goal to three D print a Terminator exoskeleton yes! and a yes! thorn.
3: Absolutely nice. So be speaking pretty of cool. Terminators, when you said that, I thought of instantly that day that you got that uh, Terminator toy where you put the like uh, flesh on it.
0: Oh my God! The, the yeah the flesh station yeah or something or other. I
3: remember oh, like yeah, going yeah. over and you were showing it to me and we were hanging out in the deck and yeah instantly thought of that.
1: Well, you were hanging out with this deck,
0: yeah, yeah. I I have a pretty big deck, dude. Dang. It was a glorious. It's getting a little deck. bit
1: of deck talk in this. It's a glory. It's very rigid.
3: Yeah. Very gotta rigid. Be careful. It might give you <laughs> splendors.
1: <laughs> That's a rough deck.
0: Well, you know, I uh, some pirates got it like chopped off. So I wasn't as fortunate. So are you
1: like one of those guys that like to show off your deck, or you kind of just keep it to yourself?
0: Well I like to uh, I like to cover my deck I want to make sure that it's uh it's protected at all times but now that I, uh now that uh, I found out that you can do things to your house so that you don't have to protect them i uh, I got that done so now my deck is always uncovered so one can say you like to coat your deck oh yes yeah at least once a year
1: uh, confirmed Cecil enjoys coated decks <laughs> I'll make myself laugh. Fuck you guys. <laughs> All right. Um. So 3D printing.
3: No, nah, I, I am laughing. Now.
1: You guys want it, but nobody has it, huh? Nope. Again, I that's have a, played that's well. an
3: item. That's...
0: Uh-oh. Oh, no. Well, Matt, man. Oh, no. What happened? You can't hear us. Oh, no. Well, we can hear oh, you. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no.
4: That one.
0: There he goes. But so I ours. guess Anyways, it's
3: back to uh, Cecil's solo On that solo 3D hustler. printer thing, that's another thing that's not in my uh, wallet's wheelhouse at the time.
0: I, I agree completely. I was actually monkeying around with a 3D printer at We Have a Books a Million, and they had this 3D printer set up there, which I thought was pretty cool. It was a... Uh, it was pretty bitching little three D printer that they had going on. So they allowed you you could pay like uh, I think it was like like a buck or something, and you could print out something about the size of a figurine, like a little hero click or something. Uh, I actually printed out a, a ten sided dice oh, nice. out of it. Yeah, well it's it's
1: pretty bitching. Uh, All guys. But man, you, yeah. So have you? So, so you've I used have, one then? You don't have I, one, but you've used
0: one. I have used one. Yeah.
1: Right on. I
2: think it could be useful. Um, especially if you're, like, into cosplay, like, um, I wanted to do a cosplay for, um, Trigun. Nice. uh, Vash the Stampede. Thing is, is that I want a functional revolver. Like, what he's got, problem is, is it's hard to find one where you've got the barrel on the bottom and the, um... I'm going to call it a piston, but it ain't a piston. Well, that's where you have to go into, um, like,
3: AutoCAD um, kind of programs.
2: Yeah, I mean, I could work an AutoCAD program, but the problem is is that you'd have to have a 3D printer to create this thing. Um, so, I mean, I could draw it up, but it's just a matter of, like, the 3D printer, that helps you simplify things as far as creating your own stuff instead of having to spend time searching the net for this particular piece you need for your costume. Right. Because not everything's fabric. Sometimes it's props.
0: Um, have you guys seen what they're also using 3D printers for? Like in kind of the thinking outside the box thing?
2: Oh, yes. Uh, a bridge. Um, yes. There's a robot that can build a bridge and it starts on one side and it it creates it uh, like a cantilever Um, which basically means that one side supported the other side's not and it's just slowly moving across this arch is the the one i've seen is it's just it's just slowly printing um the material to create a bridge to go from one side of the bank to the other and i'm using my hands right now to talk to show this and it's an audio podcast (laughs) so <laughs> we're, all, we're all we're,
1: we're all visualizing Is it.
0: that this yeah ju- just imagine his hands swinging <laughs> around a lot and making shapes and he's doing he's got jazz hands it's jazz hands right now. shapes he's, and like, movements and all
1: hands. kinds of other shit i think he picked his Had, nose once or twice in the mix of it i don't know if that was on
0: purpose or accident
4: oh Pen- there okay so finger.
0: here here's the thing that i saw here's the thing that i saw when there were 3d printing two things i saw to 3d printing that i thought was absolutely amazing one was I saw them 3D printing a house out of concrete. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: I saw that dude yep. that yep. Built, built the blocks, and then he'd put it together.
0: Yeah, right. well, this one, it was actually, it, it spit out, it looked like it was doing this stream of shit on the ground, but it was concrete.
1: Oh.
4: And
0: it kept going around and around and around, and it yep. made hollow walls that they then filled with foam for insulation. And it was like a circular-looking house.
4: Okay. But it was like a
0: three-room house. It was really freaking cool-looking.
1: Yeah, I that I, one, I
0: think I did see that one pop up as well. That one blew me away. Oh that one that one was impressive, but the thing that blew me away is when I saw them three D printing using biological cells. They were actually three D printing with cells yep. and they were three D printing like yes! tissue. Like I skin. saw
3: an article on um on YouTube, the the science feed that I get they were talking about the application of using three D printers to make a uh, skin for burn victims.
0: Isn't that friggin' amazing? Just the concept that they're using, dude. That's like, did you guys ever see Jason yes. X?
4: Mm. Yes.
0: Like when they three D printed that scene. dude's arm after they chopped it off. They put they stuck his arm on, and they basically had this machine that three D printed the damn right. thing back on. Wait, wait. I mean, that's that's friggin' amazing.
1: Jason X was the one
0: that was in space, yeah. right? Yeah, that's the one. The one with the epic oh, hollow, horror movie,
1: The cheesy kind the, of scene. The che- cheesy ass one they're all banging yeah. in the sleeping yep. bag and he like picks up the sleeping yes. bag and like, yes. <laughs> beats it on the walls. Uh that that movie's a, that's a good one. It's more com- comical than it is horror.
0: Oh yeah, when they put him in the uh virtual reality or the the holographic one, he starts beating the <laughs> he starts yep. beating the damn, the damn two girls against the wall before he realizes that this is a joke.
4: Yep. Oh god.
2: Yeah, That's 3D dope.
0: printers are pretty boss.
2: Yeah, that is, especially if it can do an actual house. Like I mean, creating blocks is one thing, but I mean actually like Making the walls and the house, yeah, and putting assembling everything the the main structural components itself is a pretty impressive feat in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think they're uh, I think they just linked uh, into the chat there a link for it. Check it out. It is it's really cool. I watched the video on it, and it's a short video, but it was really interesting how they put it all together and how they basically three D printed this entire house. Yeah, uh, I um, saw
3: this one thing uh, on YouTube where. They're using a 3D printer to print out a castle. It was freaking okay. phenomenal.
1: I did see that. I mean, yeah, the, I uh, did see that. The uh, sky is the limit. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, like, it really. Is. I think I remember that um, that video you were talking about, Cecil, where they were building the house, and he like built this basically mobile, like almost like CNC. Type setup where it like slid a- along racks and like built it as it went. It was pretty, like yeah. That's not just like buying a 3D printer and putting some shit together. <laughs> that that that's that's just crazy.
0: But just think what that's gonna do for like the housing industry in itself. How cheaply you can just put something together. See that, uh, somebody shows up and blue fr- shark put the 15,000 dollars. I can show one up. Oh yeah, yeah. I see that. Well, see, so then
1: you get in like the the city involved and all that kind of stuff. Because I do a lot of uh, construction with like the city, and they got to make their money. So if if they're built, they're manufacturing something that's is less or more cost efficient for the consumer, then it's it's gonna go up because the city's gonna do something to try to either limit what you can do or put kind of some kind of uh, like uh, restrictions on. What you can God do, so you have to still pay them. Yeah, it's it's it'd still be way crazy.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's interesting. Um, uh, you have the international building code, and then everyone else at the state level adds on their own criteria to that. So, I mean, if the international building code will actually recognize this as a viable and a structurally sound and safe method of constructing, either. Homes, or um, you know, actual like buildings for offices and other uses, then you or know, castles, this, or castles, castles. This could actually be a, a viable method of construction. I mean, you see like futuristic movies or futuristic games, and this is how they're they're using robots to build houses. They're not using manual labor anymore; they're using skilled machines, and that's something that. You know that this is—it's a skilled machine assembling something. You know. Oh well, yeah. It, it takes uh, a geek. That a worker doesn't have to. Yeah. I just mean, remember it, when Skynet <laughs> <laughs> takes over,
0: nerds. <laughs> yeah, when Skynet oh, takes over, though, hot, I just want cat. you all to know. <laughs> I want you all to know that you will find me out in the middle of the woods somewhere. Sending well, off those damn excess. Cones. well
2: you see the thing is is what we have to do with these robots that are going to be building these houses we need to attach a chain to them at the end of the day and have a man standing there with a shotgun pointing at them like boy <laughs> you better ask permission if you're going to drink that water son
1: <laughs> well, well so, well, so we're talking a about, about racism
0: right
2: there I didn't think we were
0: going to touch
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the robot race forever discriminated against by blue shark and so now we
0: know why the robot overlords take us over because of Blue Shark. Blame Blue Shark, Jesus! <laughs> and he's not even forty-five. <laughs> God damn God damn
1: lies! Ah, what's well, that? we're talking Two about or three times now?
0: Or, uh,
1: Oh yeah, uh, if if I'm if I'm actually on the cast, yeah, you'll hear a few times. Excellent. Well, we're talking about three D printing, so I uh, it kind of throws me back to um, like building constructs. Me and my son watched a Lego documentary. Um, I don't know if anybody here's seen it. I've seen a few. It's uh It's basically it a am, It's an Amazon. Ah, oh, damn it! It's an Amazon exclusive. Okay.
0: It's an uh, Amazon exclusive called Ah, damn it! That's a Lego <laughs> thing I've never
4: damn it! <laughs> Sounds like a show I want to watch. Damn it! Especially um, the in
3: that. Oh
1: damn it! Shaft's voice. It's called
0: a Lego Brickmentary. Lego I liked it better when it was "Aw, damn it!" because then the next the sequel was going to be "You heathens."
1: <laughs> but anyways, you you guys should check that out. They um, they basically approved um, basically how the document or the Brickmentary, I guess you will, ended as they were talking about. Um, the Lego agri- uh, architectural designs so like uh, Lego architectural is now a thing that was a guy that started building it in his basement was like hey I can use these Legos to make like constructs so he was making these constructs by hand and then Lego actually came to him and basically made them him work for them and produce these ag- uh, architectural sets <clears throat> So at the end of the documentary, they talk about um, that they're approved to manu like build buildings out of Legos. That the Lego construct, and if it's built a certain way, is just as structurally sound as how we build houses today with steel you know, I, or wood. It's I insane. I was
0: looking. I was looking at uh, not a documentary, but it was a it was like an advert thing that you found like on on Facebook or somewhere and they were actually building rooms interior houses using these lego brick style bricks. Yeah, those and those uh, b- the office, right? They were doing like uh, like building cubicles, right? Yeah, they were building cubicles, yep. they were building little yep. uh, little wall yeah, dividers I saw all another sorts thing of fun with those, stuff. Uh, they were the building bricks.
3: affordable housing in third world countries and using uh,
1: all sorts of uh, recyclable plastics. Is that the one where there was all like tongue and groove style to where they like hammered down pretty like much recycled pieces yep. down and yeah, they and just they used like insulation. a rebar
3: yeah. to hold it in place.
1: Yep. Hmm. Yeah, so the technology is is definitely there. Um it's just like I said man, you got to go through so many damn corporations to get that shit approved so that they make their money on top of you know what the consumer is going to pay. It's bullshit, yeah. but
2: I mean, some of it's also safety. I mean, if you go over to—I um, had a friend who was born in um, the form, uh, born in Germany, and um, <coughs> she goes over there sometimes and visits some family overseas. Not necessarily in Germany, but you walk out on a balcony and there's no railing there. Like, in f- if you go to the U.S., there's a railing on every balcony. Like to protect you from falling over but in some countries it's like yeah fuck it if you're dumb enough to fall over then one less stupid person yep. to create or whatever the reasoning
4: is
3: behind it i can contest you know, that well there, German, Germans there's believe there's a few uh, areas in canada that will uh, remain unnamed that are similar to that
2: yeah it's some of it's safety some of it's just you know, it's a, it's a protection against, you know, the contractor, or the builder, or the designer, you know, for lawsuit reasons, but, you know, I don't want to go too much in depth in this because that's not why we're here tonight.
0: Yeah, but in, in Germany, they believe strongly in the Darwin theory of evolution. Nothing wrong with that. Only the strongest will survive. Right. If you're dumb enough to step off a balcony, then guess what? You did not deserve to be there. You weeded yourself out of the gene pool. Kind of like that deer. <laughs> That jumped to the side. <laughs> Followed <Probably> back <laughs> into that deer story. It's You're
1: funny because it's funny you guys were talking about the deer story uh, or the on um, the last cast the deers and the only deer story because I live in Arizona so you don't really you don't really see deers that often but we used to do a lot of traveling through uh, Utah and up into Montana so the only impact experience that I've had with a deer was a little S10 truck. It was me and my uncle driving. um, Probably, we were probably about 10 hours into our trip. And a deer jumped out. And it's almost like the mirror, his his side mirror hit the deer's head. And all you can see in the back... Was just the legs up and the deer just spinning in circles down the freaking highway. <laughs> like, it was more comical than it was like, oh shit, your truck okay? Like, you just literally saw just hoofs in the air, just spinning as fast as you can spin a top. It was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, damn, that deer's gonna be scarred for life. It's gonna have no hair. <laughs> Down the center of its back. That's
0: the amazing thing about deer is that you like they'll take a 60-mile-an-hour hit from a two-ton vehicle and run away. And there's your vehicle in shambles, won't start or move. And you're sitting there (laughs) cursing, going, God damn it, that deer ran away. You don't even get any medicine out of it. (laughs) Then you get the deer, like the one that I was just describing, where it jumps over an embankment into the side (laughs) of a van, snaps its neck, and there it is just jangling on the side of the road. And the only thing Ron can say to the whole situation... Well, fucker weeded himself out of the gene pool, gets back in the truck and drives away. It's true.
1: It is true. Well, shit, do we want to do we want to get back into any of these gadgets or you guys have anything that you're kind of looking for that interests you that you might want to pick up or
2: um I like to hear some more cuz I mean some of this like this uh these castle building machines I haven't heard before. Like I've seen a bridge being built, but I've never seen a house. So I want to hear what else you got for us.
4: I
1: don't. Have, I don't have much. I mean, it's probably stuff that we already have in our household. That's just you know, every year they they get a little bit better. But smartwatches. anybody anybody operate smartwatches?
0: See, si, senor.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. I know. I know you were talking about a watch you got a long time ago that you made you feel like Dick Tracy.
0: Yeah, man. I w- I w- it didn't make me feel like Dick Tracy. I was Dick Tracy. <laughs> Where's the hat? Dude, I literally almost went out and bought a yellow fucking hat and a yellow goddamn raincoat or fucking duster or whatever the fuck that thing was <laughs> and wore it around talking into my damn watch because it was that cool. I felt so boss.
1: Yeah, like now, I mean, I I have a smart watch. I have an Apple watch. I'm an I'm Apple guy. Ah, um, fruit salad and yeah, <laughs> fruit. Yeah, I knew
0: you were a fruit. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: uh, I can't laugh too hard. I joined the community not too. I was long gonna ago. say
0: uh, yeah.
1: I heard you say that last last uh, hey, cast. Hey, Mattman!
0: You got somebody you can be a fruit
2: with. <laughs> oh God! We could be two fruits pie. You my
1: uh, days of fruit salad right here. <laughs> there you go. Right. I was That's always like one of those up your I was always an Android guy up until about four years ago. I got an iPhone just as, because my Android broke, so somebody let me borrow an uh, iPhone. And uh, yeah, I haven't went back to Android since. So they're doing something I like. Nice. I like uh, nice. I like iPhones.
0: I like apples. Apple OSs are very very easy to work with, very user friendly. That's what mm-hmm. I love about them. Android yep. the, the th- and the thing about the thing about Apple that I like is that. When you get it, the programs you put on there, it really doesn't bog the phone down. The only thing that happens is that you know technology advances and your phone can't run the new apps that come out because technology advanced way further than your phone is. Yeah. Android? Android is like PC where you get stuff on there and it'll just eventually slow down and slow down and slow down and slow down. And then you're sitting there beating yourself in the <laughs> cock with your damn phone because it won't run correctly.
4: See? Yeah, I get
3: into a lot of guff with my phone. Yeah. My phone's a Note Three. It is, you know, quite down there in the generation of notes. But I don't have to worry about pull the pin, throw the grenade.
0: Yeah, I got a Note Four, and I love Android. But the thing, I, the reason I love Android is because I am, as you can probably assume, a fucking tinkerer. So I've jailbroken every phone yeah. I've ever owned. I've jailbroken. Okay. Honestly, I've sat down. People have let me like, let just handed me their phone because I said, "Hey, let me see your phone for a minute." And you know, ten minutes later, I've handed them back a jailbroken phone, and they're going, "What the hell did you do to my phone?" I'm like, "Just uh, don't worry and don't call nine one one ever." <laughs> no, see, so
1: so funny story about it is that's actually what caused me to buy to to get a loaner phone. I killed my Android by trying to take it from or it was like direct gingerbread it. something yeah I, I basically tried to open it up and jailbreak it and have get all these kind of apps and shit on it and i broke it so it was do my own damn fault no so direct, direct, that's that's direct, definitely direct, one direct. thing that's nice about android is you can it, it, the phone itself doesn't limit it to you um, iphone whereas what i've liked about it is they're very systematic they're very You buy the phone, you know you have a phone. You can put apps on it. Everything's proprietary. You know if you download something, it's going to operate on that phone. Um, So that's the only reason why. And every my wife has Apple. um, Basically, my entire family. So it's just it's just it's just easier. The only thing I oh yeah
0: yeah if you if you go all Apple that's the way to that's the way to do it. Just go all Apple. You know Apple TV. The whole Apple thing, you just got to buy into it. It's just like with Samsung, like with the Android stuff. You want to buy into it. If you get all Samsung, you get some huge benefits out of it. But my one gripe, my single gripe with Apple is developing for them. They are such a pain in the cock to develop for because you've got to jump through so many goddamn hoops. And I know there's going to be people listening going, well, I didn't have to jump through this many hoops. Well, yeah, okay, I did. I tried to develop an app for it, and I had to jump through so many fucking hoops, and it sucked. And I ended up giving up and saying, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not making money on this. I'm just wasting time. So that's my only pain in the balls about it. Android is good and bad because android you can be like hey i want to publish this app they're like okay well this app is going to take over the world it's going to create skynet and it's going to make make machines autonomous and they're going to kill us okay so i'm you sure you're okay, okay with this <laughs> yeah skynet do it is android
2: we blame android for the reason why we're oh, going go- to lose control exactly. this planet. yeah go- google is going android, to right?
0: be yeah google is going to be why skynet well, arises because there's, there's gonna be somebody
1: Terminator-wise. All right, so we need to find Sean Connor or whatever his fucking name is, John and Conner. have John Connor. There you go, and have him just de- destroy Android. Well,
0: well fuck that. I want I want anarchy. I'm gonna go find John Connor, kick him in the nuts, and snap his neck.
4: <laughs> I want to see those <laughs> robots win. <laughs> fuck I, that.
0: I'm gonna be sitting there right next to my robotic overlords, going, "Dude, I helped you. Don't kill me." You're gonna, you, me, right? you're gonna and, be like I the Princess
1: Leia to the Java or uh, Java the Hut, but for the for the fucking Skynet
0: exactly I'm gonna put on that metal bikini I'm gonna roll my <laughs> hair up in the friggin', uh, those 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 that bagel image. buns and I, I got a and visual. I'm gonna be like guys it's all good I it's all good I'm, he already I'm has long hair
1: so he could probably put it up on the buns on the side of his head
0: I'm doing the bagels yeah I'm doing the bagels on the side of the head I'm doing it. I can oh, see I'm
1: it. Do it I mean he's already gone as Wygon, I can see it he
3: says
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I already did the Qui Gon once. So you, you guys are already imagining me with the bagels on the side of my head. Don't uh, oh my don't even pretend you're not. You're you're imagining me, and you you don't even have to say that you have the erection. We all know you have the erection. Oh.
1: Jeez. Oh man. Oh, well, man. all right. So trying to avoid that image from sticking. Uh yes. So, let, let's
0: let's go on to this. Let's let's go on to let's go onto the Switch. How about that? How you about that's the Switch? Let's do it. That's a new gadget. That's a new gadget that's out. How how many people Okay, so who's who's played on a Switch? I have not. Anybody? Nope. nope. None of us. Okay, I I, I have not either So we all we all suck. That's obvious. Who's uh who's at least watched a Switch I've play? I've watched I, uh, Switch play. All right, I've done that, too. All right, so we can give a completely half-assed opinion on this. I like that. I like where this is going. I like where we're going with this. So I think there's only really, like, two major games out there, What's there Zelda and Bobberman. Something
3: like that, yeah. That's is, that's all I know is. about, uh, and that's from Microbrew Games. Um,
2: Yeah, that's why yeah. I watched
0: mine, was off of Microbrew Games.
2: Mm. What have you watched, Blue Shark? Um... I watched uh, Smokealog stream. Uh, well, he's been continuing to stream uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, and uh, the he hasn't been using the um, the actual I don't know what the hell they're calling them the little tiny controllers. Uh, he hasn't been using that. He's been using the uh, the pro controller for it, which is like a regular game controller, um, and. He hasn't had problems with frame rate drop too much. Um, minus the flame rate? Fr- frame rate. Are, 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 call- are we calling frame that flame rate? Light? Sorry, is is sorry. that like, is that like pre-graining? <laughs> yes, it's like I, th- I think you
0: pre-grained a little hard, and we're having a little problem with your flame rate.
2: <laughs> no, it's just anytime I, I, even when I'm streaming, I just can't talk clearly. Um, but, you know, it's the, for the, the for being Nintendo, Because I feel like with Wii, the graphics kind of... They got either toony or they just kind of sucked. Um, the graphics are very good for this game. Um, and... Yeah, I... It's it's impressive that you can... you, You have this giant open world game on this tiny console. I mean, it's... The battery life for three hours unplugged is not great in my opinion. Um... And if all the memory is only stored on the cartridges, then the 5 gigs that it has on the machine itself is actually not too bad. But everything looks good. It seems to be handling well. It's I mean, hell, when you're trying to play a game versus when you're trying to stre- stream a game, you have problems with that. So, I mean, he hasn't had any major issues that I've seen with this console. But my problem is it's Zelda and Bomberman. I love Zelda. I'd gladly play Zelda, but I'm not going to buy a console for one game. I need to see more games that are in kind of my wheelhouse that convince me to buy this console before I actually spend the money on it, because I could play more games by buying the Wii U. Absolutely.
0: I I agree with you completely. Like One game right now, that does not make me jump out and, and get it. Like If I knew in the next two weeks they were going to be releasing a couple more games down the pipe and there were games that I were interested in, I'd be down. I'd be okay. I can buy onto that because you know what? In my current position, I'm not playing a shit ton of games. I can buy into that. I can I can be held over for a couple weeks with a game and get a couple more and move from there. But I agree with you completely. There's uh, I like the way it goes. The, the three-hour power supply thing, that doesn't bother me all that much. And the only reason I say that is because I am a I, I'm, I use PS4 all the time and I use my Vita to remote. Yep, you play. you got me into that. Actually. And my Vita.
4: I didn't know I yeah, even could do Vita, it.
0: Yeah, my Vita. Yeah, it was actually it's actually pretty friggin' amazing how how well it actually plays. Some games have a little bit more lag than others, but I mean that I can be like for instance. Let's take it, I'm taking. Uh, let's say I'm taking a good long shit at work. I can connect that damn thing up, and I can be dropping a deuce while I'm running a crucible match, and it it works pretty well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, here here's something. That's, that's
1: what I, that's what I think of uh, as I'm taking a dump too. Is just playing a
0: crucible match and just dumping exactly. on kids. Yeah. Yeah, dropping the kids off, and you're like, ah, take that triple down <laughs>
4: Fuck
2: you. when, when uh, microsoft launched the original xbox console you had 4x4 evo 2 air force delta storm arctic thunder uh cell damage dark summit dead or alive 3 fusion frenzy halo combat involved mad dash racing madden nfl 2002 nascar heat 2002 nascar thunder 2002 nfl thunder fever 2003 uh, you had Shrek, Test Drive, Tony Hawk, Transits, and Kubiki Warriors. These are all release titles. Nintendo's got Bomberman, and Zelda: Breath of the Wild. It may have a few others, but I mean, Bomberman and is, you know, it's a simple game. Zelda is an RPG, pretty much. But I mean, what other games do they have? Like, what other genres are they appealing to? Is kind of I think Nintendo is not making a, a smart play by releasing so so little.
1: So, well, I've kind of had this conversation on and off with others <clears throat> about Nintendo and how they operate. Honestly, I think they operate as, like, for myself, I had it pre-ordered. I was going to buy it. I didn't care. Like, Zelda was enough. That game, I didn't really watch. I didn't really get too hyped for but I knew that... What I had heard is that game was going to take some time to get through, and it was going to take you know you were going to be able to invest a lot of time into it, similar to like Destiny, where you know not not many games have I ever played that I've had over two thousand hours into a video game. Zelda seemed like it promised maybe not that much but a lot because i'm not a big rpg player so it's more i have to take my time and 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 learn the game um so i was gonna buy one strictly for that um and then you had platoon coming out in the next three months you had mario odyssey coming out in the next three months like they have a plan and they showed their plan and the nintendo fans that are diehard fans which unfortunately is the japanese majority they will buy the console for that like nintendo doesn't have to do much to sell their stuff take the nintendo 3ds versus the nintendo 3ds xl like it's the same thing they put a little joystick that moves the camera like it's the same damn thing (laughs) like and they didn't even promote the xl they didn't even promote it at all. I went I mean I remember going to the GameStop literally 2 weeks after I bought the 3DS for my son for his birthday and they had the XL. I was like, "Well, if I would have known, I would have like See, just beef, prepaid for it and had him come and pick out like which one he wanted." It's just my beef it's just that the way XL, the Nintendo though, operates.
3: Is the day that I got my XL, it was a day before the launch of the new screen for the uh, whole system and they didn't even say anything about that saying oh hey you know if you wait one more day you can get the system with better 3d
1: screen 3d tracking yeah. yep the 3d tracking and the uh, the um movable camera view basically
2: yep see i i wonder if, yep. if it's because we're in the u.s that we're not getting this kind of like what you're talking about, the Japanese are going to be the main people who are going to buy this Switch, um, whether it's national pride or whether it's just because it's advertised more so over there than it is here. Maybe that's why we have the opinions that we have is because we don't see it as much as maybe other countries. I...
1: Well, take take Microsoft, for example. They're here. Microsoft develops and builds here. Sony develops and builds here. Um Sony is very proprietary to um, Japanese uh, develop- developing teams. But as far as Nintendo, that is a Japanese console. Like So yeah, as much as we like hear about the, Microsoft um, and Sony here, it's the same kind of thing over there except Nintendo. Right.
3: With Nintendo, okay. though, over there, they have stuff that was released that was never released over here.
0: Correct. Well, that's that, Nintendo started out as a you know well not not started out Nintendo is a Japanese company absolutely so they started out with the Famicom which then got ported over here to the Nintendo Entertainment System and then the Super Famicom which got imported over here to the Super Nintendo system correct so so N- Nintendo's always been that singular like area but when you talk about Sony developing over here Sony is still a Japanese company correct and they developed over there so there was a lot of games that were released on Sony. That were released over there that we never got over here. So uh, the, for instance, is Final Fantasy IV. I've got an import of Final Fantasy IV for the original PlayStation that's in Japanese, that's got features in it that we didn't see until way later when they did. I think a, I think it was a PSP port And you finally got all those features of the of that that one that was released for and, PlayStation. We got all the FMVs. And, and the and funny else. thing
3: is, when I think back to the whole uh, Nintendo Sony thing. I think back to how they were once very close to being a singular company.
1: Absolutely. Oh yeah, Play- but well, we're talking, what we're, Sony we're talking we're talking about nineteen nineties compared to um, you know now like the PS four. We're talking PS one, yep. PS two, PS three. Yes, had very. Um, Japanese-driven uh, productions, L- like you like you had mentioned, Cecil. They had games that you couldn't get here at the U- in the U.S. You had to get ported games, or you had to buy the game, get it shipped here, and play it in all Japanese. PS4 doesn't have that anymore. It's well, it's no, a whole no
0: games have that anymore. They've they've gone region yeah. free on almost on almost all gaming. I don't want to say all gaming because there is some that they're still like localized to Germany or localized to Portugal or something like that. But that they, once they've gone region free, that's where it really just opened well, up the whole That's the whole, thing whole that whole I always gate.
3: loved with the older Game Boys. They were region free. It didn't matter if it was Japanese or uh, American or UK. It, it was
1: region free.
0: Yeah, the cartridge yeah. worked no matter what. Correct.
4: No, I think I can, the switch uh,
1: has. I think the switch has a lot of good stuff um, going for it. Um, I'm. I wouldn't really say glad that I didn't buy it, but I'm not heartbroken that I didn't pick it up because the whole docking station breaking the screens, like that's that's all frustration stuff that I've bought one i've only bought one day one console and that was because strictly because i showed up at walmart buying my niece a present and they had one xbox one on a list so they were selling they they, you you could get put on the list to get 10 of these xbox ones in my town anyways and um luckily or By chance, they had one. I just happened to ask. I was like, hey, do you you guys have any... Like, can I get an Xbox One tonight? I know they're coming out tonight. He's like, we have one. He's like, you have to put your name on. You have to be here by 10 o'clock, and then you can pick it up at midnight. Like, you had to check in at at 10 o'clock and then come back at midnight to pick up the console. So I was like, oh, hell. You know, screw it. I'll pick it up. And today, that console is still running. But I typically don't ever buy a day one console, only because... It's like buying a new gen of a vehicle, you know, they're going to have recalls, they're going to have all kinds, you know, you are exactly. the beta tester of that I... thing. And, you know, so, so I, I wanted it. I do still want it. Like Splatoon 2 is still one of my favorite shooters. Um, they won, they won uh shooter of the year in 2015, I think, no, 2016. Like, Day 1 Shooter of the Year. That like that game is amazing. But if I can play Splatoon on Wii U, as well as Switch, like why not just pick up the game for the system I have? Exactly. But, so. um, yeah, the only Day 1
3: uh, console I ever bought, and I kind of regretted, was the PS2. When I got that, I got it from Babbage's uh, in Saratoga, New York, which is no longer a company. They got bought out by uh, GameStop. But yeah, like, getting that system day one, there were tons of bugs for it. And I always waited a year before
1: getting another system that was fresh launch.
2: Six months has been
1: my my pretty standard on, like, the PS4 and the Xbox One. Like, I bought Xbox, Xbox One S, like, I think it was, like, six... Well, I didn't even buy it. My boss bought it for me. But it was, like, six months after like before i even started thinking because it had an internal power supply it had stuff you know that that microsoft wasn't you know was like their first time developing or integrating in a system so i was like well there's gonna be shit that's wrong with it
0: yeah so i bought uh i bought several systems on day one p my ps2 i bought day one and i gotta say i i uh I hate to be contrary, but Zyberblood, I love that system. That <laughs> oh, system I love that. So I'm not saying
3: I hated it. It's just I was. I got one of the bad luck systems.
0: Yeah, and that does happen. But I literally didn't have any issues with Sony up until I think my PlayStation Three, where I finally had one of them actually die on me. But I got I got a day one PS2. And the only horror story I have on day one buys was I bought the Wii day one when it came out because I was all hyped up about the motion controls, and that's the only one that I would say I possibly regret. I've had a lot of fun with my Wii, <laughs> but there is so many. Yeah, I, I love to handle my Wii. I try to. I you know <laughs> I walk by and I see my Wii just standing there all alone, and I, I just touch it. Just touch it, just to just to know that I still have it. <laughs> your original, my original Wii, uh, my original Wii. Yeah, my. Original, oh, I did not get a Wii until I released Wii. the
3: black one.
0: Now it's really weird when my daughter starts playing with my Wii. <laughs> that's that's just wrong. That on is. Some that I, so many levels. I don't I don't want to go down this path. <laughs> but anyway, so so that's so that's my only horror story. Is that the Wii? And my only gripe about the Wii is that. It was very gimmicky. It was, it was reliant on motion controls, and it never really followed through. I had a lot of fun with it, but I had a lot of fun with bowling. Bowling, yeah. That was, that so was my fun. Yes. So the thing with the I Wii remember the bowling parties at your place. so
1: many... Go ahead, Cyberblood. Oh, no, I was just
3: saying that uh, when uh, Cecil got his Wii, we'd uh, have bowling parties at his place. It was a lot of fun. That and Mario Party.
0: Yeah, yeah, Mario Party was fun, but they didn't really have a lot of quality games. There was just a lot of companies producing a lot of shit for the Wii, and and that's I I hate to describe it like like that, but (laughs) it was it. Yeah, it just seemed like like there were good games. Don't get me wrong; there were a lot of great games: Boom Blocks, um, Super Smash Brothers, uh, the Bowling Game. I mean, there there were there were, and those just to name a few. There were a lot of good games, but I probably have in my front room right now probably 150 wii games and i want to say i may have actually played through any meaningful time on about 10 of them
1: okay so so since we're kind of in the uh the discussion of like tech and this year this year gadgets or whatever that's the thing that sold the wii is just the motion control like, that yeah. was literally what sold that console. The Mario games were fantastic for the Wii. Like, Galaxy and Galaxies 2, like, those games were, <laughs> Yeah, like, ama- I still agree. to my day, like, one of my favorite, ga- like, one of my favorite Mario games next to, um, Mario N64. Or Mario 64, sorry. Um, which is also my take on, like, PSVR. It's like, People bought that strictly because of the new technology. All right, we're gonna have console VR. Is it gimmicky? I honestly think it Fuck is. yeah. Um, so it's the same kind of thing. Connect, Connect 360. Like, did I buy it? Absolutely, because I was stoked about it. It was the new technology. It was what the console had new to it, and honestly, it was fun for, uh, for the first little bit. Um, I used to have parties with the Connect like all the time, but. It's just, it's just See, the new. I never really with the got Switch, into the Kinect. I got it right here
3: on my TV, and the few games that I played on it, it's always been very glitchy.
1: Yeah, because, so so my thing compared to like PS4 um, Move or whatever it was called versus the the 360 connected are you talking about the 360 one or the xbox one
3: the 360 version
1: 360 so that that camera system required motion so it didn't move it didn't matter where whether your chest was coming moving first or your arms or your hands it detected that strict motion movement because it was a very um simplified motion tracker i mean i know i had a stupid setup system but like essentially I had a very um strict motion so it was like whatever moves first is what we're going to calculate as as reaction for the game <clears throat> and i didn't mind that i also bought the connect for the xbox one just because i didn't buy the xbox one necessarily for games strictly that system was pretty much promoted for entertainment purposes you know it's it's your entertainment console you can play games on it you can operate your tv you know there was a lot more to that system which is what made me go with the xbox one over the ps4 but it was the new ps4 took me I mean, I played a Destiny tournament. I won six hundred dollars. So that's actually what paid for the PS4 itself. Other than that, I probably wouldn't have bought the PS4. Like, I nothing nothing really weighed more on the PS4 versus the Xbox One. It's just the Xbox One I had in my living room. I could be like, ah, Xbox, go to channel, you know, Discovery One or something. You know, like I could be a lazy motherfucker and operate it off a voice instead of grabbing a controller and adjusting it. So that was what sold Xbox one for me. And then it's just like the new new stuff,
0: you know? Yeah. It's it's funny that you talk about the PlayStation or the Xbox being that full, you know, that, that multimedia system, because if you remember back when PS three launched and Sony shot themselves in the foot because they came out and they said, Hey, this is the PS3, but this isn't just a gaming console. This is a mul- this is a full multimedia system. We're going to have so much stuff come out for this. And at the time, when they first launched it, they didn't have it. They said it was coming, and everybody was not ready for it. Nobody was ready didn't to hear
3: it. Didn't there that. a web browser use, like, a um, what is it, Orphan or something like that?
0: Uh, I, I forget what yeah, they, they they use some weird stuff, but, but I that's remember thing, it being though. terrible. <laughs> well well yeah, the the browser did suck. But when PS three came out, they toted it as a full, like, multimedia machine. They said this was an entertainment machine, it's not a gaming system. And they got crucified for it. And I just thought it was very funny how when you just said that you bought your Xbox One because it did all of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what what PS3, what Sony said about the PS3 when it came out, but nobody was ready for it when it hit the market. Actually, so you I was weren't actually ready to hear
3: anticipating that. the PS3 when it came out. I mean, I'm just a console junkie as it is. I mean, I don't care if it's a CDI oh. or a Neo Geo. I was excited about it.
0: Yeah, But the community yeah. as a whole, they yeah, were correct. not ready for that. While that's, Sony, Sony back when the PS3 came out, and and argue with me if you want. That's fine. But they were a visionary because they knew where gaming consoles were going. They knew people were going to be watching Netflix from this Yes, they, even though we had to use a to CD for the first UFC couple
3: fights. of months that it was on it.
0: Yeah. They they knew though. They saw the vision. They had it, and that's what they tried to promote. And I just found it. I found it so funny that when they announced the Xbox One, how they did the same thing, but. The community was much more prepared for it because things like Netflix and Hulu were already out and Correct. they were already being used. So they were they were already prepared for it. They were already using it. They were already really enticed for it. I just uh, I just I find it funny just that that whole situation on how Sony shot themselves in the foot and then. Xbox came, Microsoft came out with it and basically said, well, not the exact same thing, but very
4: similar. yeah, essentially.
1: Well, the difference is, I'm
0: not not dissing Microsoft because Microsoft did a very, very good job. I'm not, I'm totally not dissing them. Yeah. Microsoft, I loved my original Xbox. Like that first Xbox, I got it way late. And when I got it, I was blown away. Like compared to PS2, it, it was head and shoulders above it i loved my ps2 there were some great fucking games that came out for ps2 so xbox was amazing so
1: here's the difference in the times here's the difference between why ps3 failed as it was is the xbox 360 was a powerhouse for multiplayer like pvp games like competitive that was the competitive box like you had halo you had all this stuff that was like heavily heavily focused on being a gaming console that thing was i mean some of the greatest games came out on 360 honestly um so so to direct gamers as hey the 360 is this powerhouse of a system and then sony to you know, combat that with hey, you're gonna buy this PS3 for $500 that is not only gonna play video games, but it's gonna, you know, be able to operate like a smart TV. What the fuck is a smart TV? Exactly. Uh, you know, no, nobody yeah, knew people, what that people was. Weren't ready.
0: People weren't Correct. ready for it. That's the thing. People it was, were just, not
1: a, ready. It was yeah. just a premature ejaculation as, <laughs> as Blue Shark, not 45 yep. would, would, would compare it yeah, to. I
2: mean, PS3 came out in 2006 YouTube really launched in 2005 and then you had Netflix and the downturn of Blockbuster and you have Hulu but Netflix at the first start was what you guys said it was CDs and hell I got a DVD player that's cheaper than this damn thing so why am I gonna buy this thing? Correct. Especially if like what you were saying you can't you don't have that heavy online player versus player interaction and experiences that you can um, you can use to interact with other players versus PlayStation. While they have great titles, great games, but they're solo games. They're exactly, not and that's
1: why their PvP was free
4: yeah. because it wasn't
1: yeah. it wasn't based on that. I mean, I, exactly. I come from a heavily heavily competitive. Uh, SOCOM 2 background like I came from Sony like that is 100% of what like started me in the FPS world and then I went to Halo well when I was in SOCOM there wasn't communities there was you know people my teammates would call me on my phone and I would have my phone next to me on speaker communicating with them after I died or after
4: yeah after they died days. you know what i'm saying like
1: <laughs> it was a whole different different deal so when ps3 came out the price tag was just so damn steep and you still to this day hear people talk about how that was the most expensive like when the oh, um, couldn't have been you know, they, they anywhere compare
3: compar- anywhere near the neo geo launch price
1: well it was 499 for the ps3 it was five. Is a five hundred dollars system. Neo Geo, I think, was like two ninety nine. No, no. It was $300 Neo Geo was in the
3: nineties. Launched at like almost eight hundred bucks.
0: Oh my god! Yeah. Well, that makes it, sense of it why ran I never, off never of owned their one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it literally was an arcade machine. But that that was the cool thing about uh, about the PS3 that a lot of people could dig into is because it was a Blu Ray player, and. Blu-ray players at the time were like eight, nine hundred. Well, that was the thing with so,
3: Blu-ray and Xbox doing their uh, HD. They had the battle of yep, who was gonna, yep. you know, trump.
0: Yep, yep. Exactly, and it, it, you know, we we all we all know how that turned out. But that's how that's that's a lot of like the PS3s. That's how a lot of them sold. Where hey, I can I want to be on the I want to be on the bleeding edge here. I want to watch Blu-rays, but. I don't want to spend $800. Okay, well, I right. can spend 500 bucks, and I can get a PS3 that plays video games, and I can watch Blu-ray players. And to be perfectly honest, right now, my PS3, I still have it. It's in my front room, and I watch Netflix, and I watch Hulu, and it's my multimedia machine. It's exactly what Sony yeah, said my, uh, it PS3. was <laughs> going to be.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, my, it's exactly it was what Sony my, said it was going to be. When I, when I shifted from a living room... Um, console player to a monitor console player, um, PS3 was then my entertainment system. Like Netflix, Hulu, Voodoo, exactly. all that stuff. And up until I got my um Xbox One S and was able to move my Xbox One back into the living room, like that my PS3 was my entertainment system. I never played games. My son played a little bit of games but like that that it was my entertainment system so yes I can I can absolutely agree which which in full circle goes back to the switch of these new consoles have console updates it constantly 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 console updates like I just downloaded an mm-hmm. update for my ps4 the switch where it's at right now to me can only get better like maybe it was a rushed console release because Nintendo knew that they needed to get something out but it's it it only it it can it hopefully hopefully cross my fingers can only get better from here, and with the whole third party title situation, like more better games can come out for it. I mean, it might be a, it might end up being a powerhouse. It won't be well, it won't ever be a powerhouse for multiplayer, but well, for co op and stuff, it might it might end up being like the go to. Like, yeah I turn on my Wii U to play fun video games my xbox one my ps4 i won't say i'm not having fun but those are like my consoles for competitive like i i log on to them i play serious i log off of them i go to bed or whatever my nintendo like i can literally sit my wii u i can sit in my living room play games in front of my son dude my son has played more zelda breath of the wind than i have like (laughs) he's killing that game He's killing it, dude. He's like, I did, I got this, I got this, I did this. He's, like, so stoked about it. I'm like, dude, I don't even comprehend RPGs. Like, that game... That game is extremely heavy RPG, and I'm not an extremely heavy RPG player. Like, I don't... Like, that's why I love Destiny so much is because it's a very simplified RPG-style game, whereas Zelda is... Like you use a weapon more than a couple times, and the weapon breaks. So you got to constantly be getting new weapons and all that stuff, which is typically what I don't like about RPGs. So well, you you
0: also just hit on something there. Uh, You kind of you kind of bulldoze over on top of it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna back this track up. But you hit on something there is that Nintendo is that's it's safe. I can play almost any Nintendo game. And I do not have to worry about my kid coming out screaming at my wife, telling her she's a cunt because she heard somebody call <laughs> somebody else a cunt <laughs> um, yeah, on a right. video game. I yeah. don't have to worry about that. But when I'm playing, like, I mean, hell, when I, I'm playing, well, Destiny's not a, a bad, a bad. No. Destiny's a bad example. Like, like Call of Duty. I yes. jump on Call of Duty. I was it's at my, uh, I was at my nephew's community. house. Yeah. Oh god! And uh, I jumped on there, and within the first five minutes, I got called. What did I get called for? Oh, I got called an Uncle Fucker. <laughs> that's what I got called. I got called an Uncle Shut Fucker. Shut your fucking like, face, Uncle first. Fucker. And that's exactly what You're a boner, buddy.
1: Bastard, Uncle Fucker.
0: <laughs> I got called an Uncle Fucker first. And then I'm sitting there going, well, I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, my uncle, I, I, I think he's still alive, but I don't really want to fuck him. I mean, yeah. yeah. Maybe if I was really drunk enough. Yeah, that's why you know? I don't Maybe play the COD games by, because but, of uh,
3: all the childish trash toxic Toxicity. shits.
0: Yeah. But but that's the cool thing about Nintendo is that you you feel safe on that. I wow. can I can fire up the Wii and I can play almost any game, minus like Overkill. <laughs> I can play almost any game, and I can feel I can feel safe there. I don't have to worry about you know my my kid is now going to uh, going to think it's cool to to put an afro on, get in a car, and mow people down, and that a tank is going to show up that they can then rob and jump in and start shooting people.
2: Yeah. The, the thing is, is that Nintendo. Nintendo's needed to have done this for a while. I mean, I think with the Wii. I don't know what the difference is between the Wii and the Wii U exactly, besides, I, I know the Wii U had the gamepad. Um, the thing is, is that Nintendo should have realized that we're behind the curve on this one behind the curve on you know create allowing others to come in and do um, what they do in other consoles and create games or behind the curve on graphics and performance I mean Nintendo yeah has always been the fun safe system but I mean if you're looking at trying to sell something you're not gonna sell it if you're only looking at one audience Xbox has minecraft And then it has Resident Evil, Biohazard. I mean, you wouldn't want your little kids being around there when uh, you've got Biohazard out. Um, But if you've got Minecraft up on the screen, then you don't care. So, I mean, they have that audience. And PlayStation, I think, has the same thing as well. Um, But Nintendo, I think, to be successful, and I'm just saying this, you know, from a business standpoint, on this. I'm, you know, I'm not harping on Nintendo because that was my first console I bought, um, and I like them. It's just that if they really want to continue to be viable in the gaming world with a, an aging group that played the SNES or the NES, <laughs> that just reminded me of a uh, of
3: uh, game dev
2: better games.
0: <laughs> well, I I agree with you to to stay viable. They need to, but I I am very. I find it very admirable that Nintendo has stuck to their guns thus far yeah. and kept it to hey, we're a family gaming console. You're not going to turn this on and going to find people randomly spewing profanities at you because you know you outshot them. That's right. the one thing that I really I do respect on Nintendo. Well, no, not even just their filters, just just their game, their environment, everything in general from Nintendo. You get, you know, you, you get the family entertainment. Well, it's, up until it's, this it's year, the family right? Family entertainment system.
1: Because now the Switch is going to provide um, a fee and game chat. So this true. This console is going to be the first, uh, first integration of PvP communication, which hopefully cross my fingers and hope that it's similar to destiny's um player to player communication system where you have to opt to join it because that is also something that i have enjoyed like my son recently start has started playing roblox on xbox a shit ton and you can just player to player communicate uh proximity chat basically so with the wii u he can turn that, like, him playing Zelda anytime he wants to, like, I don't care. Like, it, it's, I I don't have to worry about anything. The, exactly. the only thing I have to worry about him telling me is how much he killed, or how many people he killed, which is, a, listening to a five-year-old, as a parent, I just strictly don't like that word. Mm. But... It's it is what you know. It is what it is. It's it's he's it's creatures, it's monsters, and he's killing them. Versus you know, going on a PvP atmosphere and saying I killed this other guy clear across the world. You know that that brings a different different aspect to the word itself.
3: Well, but, there's that. Um, and then the then there's switch is yeah. gonna the thing of like, um, the Grand Theft Auto games. You don't have to worry about them saying, Hey, I killed a prostitute after I you know bent her over the back of a seat
1: right yeah
0: yeah and i took my money back
1: right and and so it it goes back into like we're all parents or or, are cyber blood do you have any kids um does
3: a very large cat count
1: uh she doesn't play video games or he doesn't play video games so i'm it doesn't she plays tablet games blue sharks a blue (laughs) you have a little fly swatter one i've seen those videos uh uh, Blue Shark's not 45, so I'm sure he doesn't have any kids. <laughs> not but... that I'm
2: aware of. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, Are you afraid well, to throw census, a fucking baseball over <laughs>
4: elementary on school? On that census, I really defense. do have to agree.
3: I, I've been around the world.
2: I've sown seeds.
4: But I don't
2: know. <laughs> yeah, not to, not to my knowledge. But, yeah, I mean, but the thing is that and I mean, it's I'm not a parent, so it's different for me. But I see, I hear those little annoying brats at caught. I've heard them before, <laughs> and it's like, why the fuck do your parents let you play this game? Correct. I had to explain word for word to my mother when I was in uh, kindergarten, not kindergarten, elementary school last when year. I was probably like nine, and I. B- I had saved up my money to buy this N64. I had explained to her why Jet Force Gemini, where you kill bugs, alien bugs with guns, why that isn't that bad. I had explained to her and convinced her why. It says T on it for TSRB. But here's what the game entails. Like, I think the ratings and games exist. And while Nintendo can be a family. System, I think it still goes back to the parents having to say it's rated this, you're not old enough to do absolutely this. parent regulations, or, you're not old enough absolutely to do online gaming. See, I'm Is on, that not rated at all. I'm on the other side
3: of that. I've always hated the ESRB, always ever since it started because I felt like it, it was hindering me from playing games that I really wanted to play. When I uh, would save up money to get a game, I would just want to get it. But I couldn't. I'd have to have like a parent or guardian there to say, hey, yeah, he can get this game.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's- Well, I always loved
0: bringing my warlock or my hunter with me whenever I was going to go buy a game. <laughs> my titan would always stay home. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The Destiny references are strong in
1: this one.
4: Character is Sleep in the watch back, you will But yeah, straight up,
1: it's 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 all about regulations. Like, so to to, to kind of um, touch base on that a little bit. I'm a family of uh, of three, so or a father of three. Um, my oldest son is five, and I recently just purchased Destiny and all the DLC on his account so he can now play with me. Um. Most of it, I really hope, is PvP. Or, uh, sorry, PvE side of it. Whereas I can kind of show him what to do. You know, do the raids with him. Just, just fun stuff. You know, father and son stuff. Um, he really enjoys video games. so Like I did when I was his age. So, as somebody that lived it before. that You know, I was the same way as Ira Blood. I had to explain to my mom why running people over in the street was okay because they were the same color as me type of thing <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like i had to explain why uh, i was eight years old playing grand theft auto one like an
3: evil five um,
1: yeah my mom my mom was way more lenient than i am but so i don't want my son to witness that toxicity but i also want to be able to enjoy a common uh um enjoyment i guess a common common hobby as you will with with my son so i recently got him into destiny we're gonna start playing hopefully i'll stream it all because i'm interested to see his take on this this thing but he's five years old so there's a lot of games that i wouldn't let him play like call of duty wouldn't be one of them or would be one of one that i wouldn't let him play but destiny for the most part like it's not so bad you're shooting aliens you know
0: yeah, that whole thing wasn't really fucking confusing. You just explained that. I'm that that was actually spot on. I'm I'm not spinning from that. <laughs> I feel a little bit sarcasm there,
4: <laughs>
0: just a little. You son of a bitch. Well, one of, one of the things though of of just growing up playing video games, like we go back and we we hit this on the last cast, on our nostalgic cast, was when we grew up playing video games. It was obvious that like you, you mentioned, Grand Grand Theft Auto yeah. One. I played Grand Theft Auto One. In Grand Theft Auto 1, it was a top-down yep. view. Correct. You ran over people, and you left little blood smears all over the place. But your little people were little dots that you could see mm-hmm. these vague you know, vague things that you would describe as an arm swaying on the side of it. And they would shoot at you with little pixelated dots that were bullets. And that was, that was the game. I can remember back playing... You know, games like Final Fantasy, playing games like Jurassic Park on the Super Nintendo. Oh, that was a great game. Like like Bayou Billy for the Nintendo, playing Double Dragon. There's actually a great one. Double Dragon. I'm beating the shit out of people with my fists, and Double Mm -hmm. Dragon is Billy or Jimmy. And you know what? I knew that Double Dragon was fake, because there was no way I could possibly look at that and go, wow, I really feel like I'm kicking the crap out of somebody. I should go out with a baseball bat and smack my neighbor in the face. No, I had that disconnect. But now, people running, kids running into games now, you get games like The Last of Us, where mm-hmm. they are photorealistic at times. Literally, you're playing. Games like Resident Evil, Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 5, you're shooting people in the face because they are coming at you with some weird appendage or something like that.
4: <laughs> you get games
0: now where that gap has... Has really reduced. Back in the '90s, let's say that gap was gargantuan. There was no way you were playing a game and thinking to yourself, "I'm really shooting somebody in the face." You're playing Call of Duty, Battlefield, even uh, even Destiny, Crucible now, and you're it's it's the, you know it's getting to the point of realistic. Yeah, I, I, mean, I another
3: for, thing back from when we were gaming, I loved how they tried to. Uh, divert the situation by like if there was violence and there was blood spray it wouldn't be red
0: or it was so fantastic it was like in mortal kombat like you punch somebody and a pint of blood just flew out of their face right now you know when you punch somebody there's not a pint of blood coming out of their face if you rapidly smack somebody in the face they're not dumping gallons of blood on the floor you know that's not real. No matter how good the sprites looked, it always was fake. But nowadays, you're playing. I mean, hell, I was playing the new Mortal Kombat a little while ago, and I mean, they've come a long way in in graphics, in in realism, in it. Uh, just the movements alone. I mean, go back to go back to PlayStation One era, when 3D was was just coming out. Crash Bandicoot. Yes, he's running along, and his arms swinging to the side. You could almost set your watch by his arms swinging to the side because they were so robotic. It was so animatronic. It, it was. It was easily figured out. Yep. Okay. This is this is fake. Your brain just got into it. Nowadays, they're doing full motion capture of people actually making the moves. Yep. You know, the Nathan Drake series all of them now they're using motion capture to to capture all of those movements so it's realistic down to the facial expressions when when people squint because the sun is too bright or they smile because something really is coming along and it looks good uh just all that thing makes it so realistic that 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 kids nowadays you almost have to be hypersensitive about what they're playing you know, you, you've gotta be you've gotta be that that absolute one hundred percent I'm on you, I'm not letting you watch this. You know, I'm not letting you play this. And that's the only thing that really bugs me about games coming out now is that they they really are that way. You've gotta you've gotta be really mindful. Like hell, even Android games, like like simple phone app games that are free, you gotta really say, Hey, what are you playing? What is that? What are you doing? Oh, okay, that's that's okay, that's fine.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a different world, and um, I mean, hell, some of like there used to be no PG thirteen. Like you, correct? Yes. James Bond movies they were rated PG, so it was I think it was G, PG, and R, and that's and of course you had adult or Ratings, you know, and then there's
3: always the, the NC-17
0: in between all that. Mm-hmm. Miss Money Penny, where are you, and why are you not here with me?
4: Yeah, so, yeah, I think it
1: was like '92 that PG-13 like was incorporated into like movie ratings, which is seems like a long time ago. But that was way late in like some of the some of the. Most uh, like watched movies, it's like box office breakers and stuff.
2: Yeah, and that's you know that's what we, you know nowadays. What we have to understand, like you have Destiny, a very high quality graphic game, but you let your five year old play it because you're killing bugs, or you're killing aliens, you're not killing people there's a difference and it's you know it's the ratings themselves in my opinion it's not necessarily what you're doing it's also uh, the maturity of the player itself so if you have a mature player you can play Dr. Chaos but if you have an immature player then you don't want him playing Dr. Chaos because he can't understand the difference between reality and fiction and that's really what I think the ratings represent it's not Uh, sorry, an age number, it's are you mature enough to realize that this is fantasy and that what happens in here isn't necessarily acceptable in real life? Correct. And my god, we've gone off on a Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, we have. Every one of of these topics. I don't care (laughs) if
3: uh, the Switch totally tanks, it's still going to end up right next to me on my gaming rack.
0: Eventually, yep. yep. I'll be picking one up.
1: Eventually, first it's a PC for my streaming purposes, and then and then it's going to be focused on getting the Scorpio and the Switch out. Yeah,
3: the Scorpio looks pretty insane, as well as uh, um, Sony's project, both equaling out to ten teraflops, which is pretty damn amazing. But
4: you I'm know,
2: which is a
1: whole. Scorpio. I was going to say, which is a whole different podcast thing, because those <laughs> systems were, were, were getting out of the whole console aspect of a system and getting more into basically boxes of PC. Right. <laughs> yeah,
4: <'cause laughs> I, I said I on
3: mean, a tweet uh, that came my way earlier uh, today when I came across the Scorpio project, I said what? So it is a PC with a Xbox emulator, or a Xbox with a PC emulator. Either way you look at it, you can upgrade it like a PC.
2: Yeah, but I mean, the Scorpio. That's also their th- their uh, uh, virtual reality gaming. The heads, the goggles.
0: I think it's the one that's supposed to be uh, compatible with it, or it's supposed to be the one that's spearheading it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The, my concern is, is that um, I don't know if all of you have an Xbox One, but um, I, I can't raise my hand if you say when was, you know who plays a uh, you know a Connect game. Like I, what do I use my Xbox uh, Connect for? Um, to either ID me for signing in. Or uh, two, to turn my console on or tell it to do a, a, a voice-based command. Otherwise, the camera and the audio features on there are useless. I-
0: Be honest. You have it identifying you when you pull down your pants <laughs> and a it, don't you? <laughs> the, br- um, the brown to, eyes, uh, like,
2: your identification br- face. I- I prescribe to the theory where I'm a little paranoid, and I put the little safety uh, sensor thing over it so it covers up the lens, so you actually can't see what I'm doing. Oh man! I use
0: a penny. You think Donald Trump's
2: watching you, huh? Yeah, that works too.
0: Here, let me give let me let me give you a simulation of what Blue Shark does with that sheet over there. Oh Jesus!
2: Thank God he doesn't have his camera on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I'm um, really
1: surprised I haven't stumbled upon Pornhub uh, videos of myself, considering how much. <laughs> <laughs> like hey, I you don't put that like in front of anything. Uh, t- uh, we do all kinds of shit in front of that thing, naked. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I have an Xbox. Well, board, now, now <laughs> that we start
0: slipping down that rabbit hole, let's uh, let's move on to something <laughs> a, Listen, a little bit safer. Let's let's move on to something slightly more pg friendly I guess. oh Not geez he's only
1: his safe zone
0: <laughs> I, I need my safe zone oh, i need god. my Wii. i need to go touch my Wii <laughs> <laughs> Alone, nobody watching without the camera oh um, god so i think we've had a lot of subjects here we've actually gone on some pretty interesting tangents which are it seems to be status quo for this <laughs> dude
1: i've only hit like four of the 100 gadgets man we still have like two and a half three more hours of this shit we gotta go oh, we gotta I gotta go get another beer then <laughs> <laughs> no you know what i, 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 I lot i'm lot gonna
0: have to break the seal at some point in time you you bastards have all gotten up and taken a leak and uh, <laughs> it's time for me to do it but i want to make sure we on the show before i do <laughs> so let's talk about a quick preview of what's to come in gna so we've had some uh grave mind has done a D&D, ca- a D&D cast before where, actually, I was actually part of the second cast of that, which I think there was like some golden controller. I don't remember. I was pretty drunk when we did it. But I remembered I did a I did my Deckard Cain voice the entire time, and I had to put the Konami code in something. <laughs> so both Mattman and Blue Shark have never played a tabletop RPG. So we are going to be breaking their cherry in an upcoming podcast and we are going to do a from unanimous decision we're going to be doing a star wars podcast now i'm gonna give you a little brief intro to this like i was teasing at you a little (laughs) bit before so it uh they the the consensus is that we wanted to do well the the recommendation i should say is that they we wanted to do a bit of a merge on this one so i have dm several games so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing a uh, a hybrid of a bunch of different games that i've dm'd before but we're going to make a completely new story arc out oh of it God, it's going to be in the star wars die. universe uh actually yes yes <laughs> this one is designed around killing the player characters so you are all going to be starting off on a prison planet,
2: okay.
0: and you're all going to be criminals, Oh, and fuck. you're all going to be trying to escape this prison planet. Now, whether you get off this planet or not, it's completely up to you, but let's assume you do. That's when shit gets crazy. Hmm. But the real question I have is, is there going to be nerf herders? Um, there there may be some nerf herders being floating around. There may be yes. maybe talking nerf herders, but <laughs> I've uh, I've spent I've spent the better part of today writing out this campaign, and it's going to go down. Uh, well, yeah, on the shitter. I spent well, I, I do most of my best work on the shitter. True. <laughs> story. So <laughs> that's that's how this is going to start out. You guys are all going to be criminals, and you're going to be stuck on this prison planet and you guys are going to have to figure out a way to get off of this it's i I can't figure I, i haven't figured out if it's gonna be a prison planet or a prison like colony ship or some shit like that but that's that's where we're gonna be starting off and we're gonna be doing a star wars rpg branching out off of that so it's gonna be interesting and if any of you i think i talked about you're all gonna rot in prison um, if any of you remember that, you oh my God. are going to be in for a little bit of a treat oh, because it's going to have the same kind of atmosphere, the k- same kind of claustrophobic feel, um, <laughs> oh, but Here it's going go. to have, <laughs> <laughs> have a hell of a twist to it, and I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to love it, or you're going to hate it. But one way or another, every single one of you is not making it out of this campaign alive. Mm. <laughs> I'm guaranteeing you that every single one of you is not making it out of this campaign oh, alive. Oh man! Apparently, you haven't met
1: Batman. I'm a fucking boss, and if I have mustard in my holster, fucking game over.
0: I so- win everything. Well, we'll keep you. Uh, <laughs> we'll keep you loaded up with mustard so you can sling it everywhere.
2: So, so we're gonna have it so that when a person dies. This is kind of cruel. They cannot say anything. No comments, no chuckles, no giggles for the rest of the cast.
0: Well, um, I'm building into it a little bit differently. So you guys are going to have your characters that you start off with. And we're going to go pre-made because it's going to be a lot easier to get things started. So this is going to be a true role-play game. You are going to be playing a character. No, I'm all not going right, right. to make you do any voices like I do all the time. I'm especially not going to make you do some strange thing that you don't think you can do. But you are going to have to play a character. So while you may be the guy who typically runs and guns and jumps in with a grenade and throws, you may not be that character. You might be playing the character who is the silent intellect who thinks through everything and starts observing around. Right. I have a question for just you. Just a heads up.
3: Um, go ahead. Say you die rather quick. Are you going to do what you've done in the past and have that dead character take on the role of NPCs?
0: Yeah, so what I'm going to do is there's you're going to be, however many people we get there, there's going to be those player characters, and there's going to be more that escape with you because you're going to be escaping from a, from, a, from a planet. So it's not just going to be three people somehow managed to escape. This is going to be a group effort across the way. So there's going to be more people there. So in the event that somebody dies right off the bat, there'll be another character that they can take over in the you know in in the end term just so that they can they can keep going so it's kind of like the beginning of Battlefield 1 where every time somebody died you just took over as another person and started running around shooting people okay. kind of think of it like that now just as a heads up this is this is a true as true as you can get to a role playing game so you are going to Play the role, and Zyberblood can attest to this. If you play the role, if you play it as it's written. So if you're if you're that silent silent intellect, and you play it as the quiet intellect guy, there's a very good chance you'll survive. Herk. But if you, but if you do like Gene the Machine <laughs> Dudley, who's dumb as a box of rocks and tries to make a Molotov <laughs> cocktail out of a big old gas can and a rag and ends up lighting the whole side of the tower on fire, well, guess what? You're going to be proving Darwin's theory right.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Tripping with a loaded shotgun that has a hair trigger and shooting your partner in the foot? Not a good combination. (laughs) No.
0: Exactly. Very bad. So, on that, let's let's go around the room. Blue Shark, where can people find
2: you at? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at blue shark 45 and uh twice a month usually on fridays you can find me on twitter playing some random game um at twitch or i'm sorry you can find me on twitch twice a month uh <laughs> usually on friday playing some random game uh TV slash the blue shark 45
1: and you
3: can't change it.
1: Hey, just so you, just just so you know that Twitch has uh, opened up uh, you being able to change
2: your name. Oh, so I, you can't rebrand. I DM'd the guy who has Blue Shark Forty Five, and I asked him, "Any chance you wanna um, give this up?" And uh, he's never gotten back to me. If he does, that'd be nice. If he doesn't, oh well. What a son of a bitch! Yeah, he probably just watches people. I don't think he streams because. He's got like one or two followers and no views really to speak of.
1: So maybe you should rebrand to your actual age. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: yep. My response uh, to that, sir. That was a New York salute if anybody was curious what just got flashed across the screen. <laughs> Zyberblood, where can well, people find you
3: You can find me on Steam and uh, on Twitter at Zyberblood. And How do you spell that for people? At Cyberblood, I'm that fortunate.
0: How do you spell that for people?
3: Z y b e r b l o o d.
0: Very nice, Mattman. Where can people find you at? My usual spot.
1: Uh, I am Mattman, and that's I a m a t t m a n. Not not actual. I am Mattman on Twitter. Uh, And then Twitch, I stream quite frequently. Now that I'm back from vacation, we're going to start this shit up again uh, at twitch.tv forward slash DPS underscore Madman.
0: And I am Cecil, and you can find me at Cecil vs. Games on Twitter and www.twitch.tv forward slash Cecil Xavier. And hey, if you're listening and you want to write in, you know, or maybe you have a topic that you want to talk, want us to talk about, or anything else for that matter, maybe you just want to heckle us, you can email us at the GNA podcast at GNA in your DNA dot one. O-N-E. So thank you all for listening, and thank you guys for joining on the cast. Have a great night. Have a good night. night good night all. Good night.